Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Who does Sean Hannity choose when diversifying his savings with gold and silver? None other than the top-rated precious metals company, Gold Co. Gold Co. is a seven-time Inc. 5000 winner with thousands of five-star reviews, and they've helped tens of thousands of Americans place over $2 billion in gold and silver. They're Sean Hannity's top choice. And right now, they're offering up to $10,000 in bonus silver while supplies last. Go to HannityGold.com to learn more. That's HannityGold.com. Well, we're coming to your city. Gonna play our guitars and sing you a country song. We'll all be flying higher than a jetliner. And if you want a little bang in your yin-yang, come along. Time is flying by, but look at the havoc and look at the destruction that they've done to our country in such a short period of time. Ukraine will never be a victory for Russia. For God's sake, this man cannot remain power. So let's give this peace project the focus and the commitment and the resources of a wartime effort, our Marshall Plan. Freedom is back in style. Welcome to the revolution. Yeah, we're coming to your city. Gonna play our guitars and sing you a country song. Sean Hannity Show. More behind-the-scenes information on breaking news and more bold, inspired solutions for America. This is a special edition of the Sean Hannity Show. America trapped behind enemy lines. Day number 228. All right, 
Simple man, Leonard Skinner. That only means one thing, and that's all things Bill O'Reilly. All things O'Reilly at BillOReilly.com. Oh, Joey got his second booster shot on TV today. Maybe somebody needs to tell the guy. And the variant number two is coming because they said, oh, we didn't see Omicron coming. And maybe somebody needs to inform him that if you're vaccinated fully and you get a booster and you even get a second booster and you even had COVID previously, a prior infection, you can still get it and transmit it. That's the big news. That's why I keep saying therapeutics, monoclonal antibodies. Anyway, we welcome uh, all things Bill O'Reilly, sir. Uh, how are you? Glad uh, to talk to you again. What's going on? Do you think Putin's vaccinated? <laughs> no, he just has that long, the longest table in the history of mankind. That's right. Nobody will hang with Putin. Nobody, nobody's allowed to hang with Putin. That's right. Uh, so I'm so okay. let me, before I'm we get to ready. Putin, I want to ask you first something else. I want to ask sure. you, all right, so we have, I'm sure you weren't watching. I wasn't watching at the time, but I didn't see it till the next morning. Uh, the slap hurt around the world. I'm just, I'm dying to get your take on this. One thing that does surprise me is that two-thirds of Americans think Will Smith should be arrested. Yeah, and, I don't believe that, Paul. I don't believe any of it. It's all emotion now. It's all yeah. Internet-driven. And I like Chris Rock. I think Will Smith's kind of weird. Yeah, I heard your uh, commentary that you ran into Rock one time, and he was an okay guy. I know Smith a little bit. Um, so He's weird. My, you want my take, or do you want yeah. to just riff? I, I no, mean, we'll riff. I could riff. No, no, no. I want your take. Okay. So... Um, I'm working on a project now that's going to surprise a lot of people, and it's about fame. So you're famous, I'm famous. And I always thought that it would be fun to be famous when I was uh, an urchin. And I worked hard to become famous, and I sacrificed a lot. Um, and then when I became famous, I found out that a lot of people wanted to hurt me. And that in order to keep my fame, I had to keep my enterprises at a certain level, which is stressful. And so fame became a two-headed coin for me. So it's good to be able to make a lot of money, uh, provide security for your family. It's good to be able to, you know, get things done that you want to get things done because people will respond to a famous person. That's good. But fame brings a dark side. And when you and I go into the arena of politics, we uh, are targets. And sometimes the bullets get through. Now, certainly in my life they have. And so i constantly reevaluating. So let's get into Will Smith. So here's a man who's under a lot of pressure. And so are many Hollywood celebrities. Because the Hollywood entertainment industry, and that includes television, is collapsing. Jobs are fewer, salaries are going down, and the pressure to succeed is much, much more intense than it was even five years ago. People are turning away from the entertainment industry, largely because it's woke, it's PC, and, and so traditional America's gone, I've had enough. Secondly is technology, you don't have to go to the movies anymore, you can watch the films in your house on the streaming services, so that therefore there are fewer films and fewer jobs. So Will Smith is at the top of his profession, and he's a very talented guy. If you look at the range of uh, roles he's had, uh, no, he's a he's a he's a phenomenal yeah, he actor. Muhammad Ali. I mean, that was a it was really, really good for him. Jamie Foxx and Will Smith are the two best, in my opinion, 
uh, as far as acting is concerned. Now, I've, I put Denzel ahead of both of them, but well, go ahead. But he's not a young guy. Okay. I'm talking young. Denzel is the best, but he's not uh, a young man. Wow. Me and Bill O'Reilly agree. Simple man. Keep going. Okay. So um, Smith has made a fundamental mistake in putting his marriage out into the tabloid press. That, that is a drastic mistake. You can't put your personal life into the tabloid press. I mean, it's the worst thing a famous person can do. So he's constantly now fending questions about his marriage, about his children, uh, all of these things, in addition to being um, a guy who's got to succeed in everything he does or he's criticized. So this guy walks into the Academy Awards as a nominee for Best Actor, tightly wound as you can get. And his wife is tightly wound as well. You can see it. You can see it. And so... This fuse was lighted by Chris Rock, who had no blanket idea that the reception would be that way. None. He didn't. Rock didn't go in with any malice. Rock just told a you know a foolish joke. It didn't really matter. I mean, you know, a movie that was out 25 years ago, and most people didn't even know what he's talking about. But the overreaction by Smith was something that came from inside Smith. It was not justified. But then, like everything, fame is a spectator sport in America. The more famous you are, the more people want to get involved with throwing things at you, tearing you down, or whatever. So now people are taking sides, and that's the poll you cited at the beginning of our interview here. Um, I don't believe most Americans care about celebrities and famous people anymore. They don't, they but it, it, it's entertaining. That's all. Just right. something else but to they talk used to about. Care about them. People cared about John Wayne. Um, people cared about Marilyn Monroe at the time. They don't now. It's right. It's entertainment. It's sport. And if if people get brutalized, well, uh, you know, they're rich. So what? And the James cruel, Stewart, the you know, factor, Bob Hope. Right. Let me give you. If you, if, if you don't mind, I, I've thought about this, and, and you have described it perfectly, in my view. I'm listening very, very closely to your Thank words. You. Um, I want to add to it what my take is. And fame, I would argue, and you can correct me if you disagree, is not healthy. It is not normal. Bill, what we do for a living is we provide a service. It's it's just like any other service, except uh, for some reason, because people see us on TV or, or listen on the radio, you know, they're, they're more interested in famous people. But it doesn't make us any better than the people called to be nurses and doctors and lawyers and firemen and policemen and first responders. Uh, they, they really have a calling. I don't know. This stupid red light went on on, on a radio station 35 years ago, Bill, and, and here I am. I'm still talking. So I don't think it's healthy, and I don't think people understand that part of it. Everything else that you said, I won't echo, but I feel the same way you do. Um, and it's interesting because Denzel Washington, as Will Smith referred to, who I really, he's one of my favorite actors of all time, went up to Will Smith and said, hey, when you're at your highest, the devils were coming at you the hardest. And, the, you know, the good book, the Bible says the devil's there to kill, rob, and steal and destroy. And so I kind of agree with that, but there's something about the belief system of many. Notice how many become so addicted to headlines in our business. Notice how so many get addicted. I've got COVID. I mean, why, did, why does every famous person feel the need to tweet that out? 
you know, and then if Joe Rogan mentions what works for him, oh, you know, he should be thrown off Spotify. I mean, it's so stupid. Look. And, and, and the only last thing I'm going to say is this, is that one thing that you've got to realize is if you get into this game and you give opinions, you're going to get hit. If you're not willing to take the hits, then you can't dish it out and not expect it back. That's yeah, my it's take. It's not that simple, Hannity. It uh, is. Some of the hits are uh, evil. And, uh, it doesn't matter. You're going to get hit. Well, look, it matters to me. I'm going to defend myself. And I'm not going to allow people. I mean, I've had people on my property. I've had people uh, do so things where I've taken them into court. Uh, oh, and I'm not, not going to allow it. I, I'm just not going to allow it. But you've got to understand one thing, that if you buy into the celebrity game, which neither you or I have, and I know you for a long time. So, so I became famous, so did you. But I never worshipped fame. I never changed my life. I have my same friends. In fact, I'm going to the Caribbean with 21 guys next week on a dive whoa, trip. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait, wait a minute. We're in the Caribbean so I'm I can tell people where not to go. <laughs> if I tell By the way, where's my invitation? There? I didn't get invited to the big shin yes, shindig. I did not. I never will go to the beach. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty Trump. Too Irish. I don't, you yeah, know. And you scare the fish anyway. How do they see you? <laughs> bowling, <laughs> is that right? what you play? Are you going fishing? Is that what you're going to do? No, we're going diving. We don't uh, kill the fish. I'm not, by the way, I'm not going, that. I'm not going more than 10 feet below yeah, uh, in an ocean. Go. But anyway, let me get back. This is an important point. So you and I never, ever bought into this. All right. That this was a valuable commodity. We used it to get money and to get security and to do some good. I have a charitable foundation. I know you're very charitable as well. We're helping Geraldo out on Friday night with the autism charity, both of us. A lot of money to that. So we, we are doing good. But there are people who then become addicted to celebrity. And I'm going to name a name. Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck, if you look at him, he's destroying himself. With the Jennifer Lopez, every second, here's another picture, I'm doing this, this is my ex-wife. Stop it! Stop so it! So let me give you, let me give wait, you a wait, tip. Wait, this is important. I'm listening, go ahead. This is important. If you buy into this celebrity stuff, it's like a drug. You have to have it every day. I agree. And that's what I see Will Smith. I, I see this guy so wound up about this that he, he gets out of control. All right, quick break. We'll come back. More things with all things Simple Man, Bill O'Reilly, all things O'Reilly, BillOReilly.com. Then your calls, 800-941-SEAN, our number, if you want to be a part of the program. The newsmakers you won't hear anywhere else. This is the Sean Hannity Show. All right, we continue with uh, the simple man himself, Bill O'Reilly, all things O'Reilly, BillOReilly.com. It's weird when you can take, you know, the, the stories, I, I'm assuming they're true. I can't confirm them myself, but this open marriage thing, 
Uh, it's, I, he's okay with somebody sleeping with his wife, but he's not okay with a comedian no, making not, a joke about his wife. No, That's no, bizarre. No, no. Don't do here's, that. Here's, well, no, that, that is, if, if those stories are true, that okay, would seem like a very, even, that would seem like a very distorted that. moral yeah, I mean, comp. What's that? We shouldn't even dignify that. No, right? but I'm saying, well, I'm making the point. If Will Smith that, makes a mistake. You're missing my point is that that, to me, is a distorted moral compass. I'm going to tell you one thing about, for me, and we've all sinned, we've all fallen short of the glory of God, period, end of sentence. Um, there's a great song by Tim McGraw, Always Be Humble and True. And there are two things that I believe have protected me in my life um, from getting caught up in this game. Number one, I'm a recluse during the week, but that's, that's, a, thir that's a third one. But number one would be my belief in God. And my belief in God is that, you know, we're nothing but a speck of dust, Bill. He knows how many hairs are on your head and on my head. I have more than you. Uh, number two is for 20-plus years of my life, oh, I did real work, from dishwashing to tending bar to construction. I never got asked for an autograph in either of those, in any of those professions. So those two things that I believe thank you, God, have kept me grounded. Yeah. Am I perfect? No, Bill, I'm not. Well, I'm you you took a path. I taught high school before I got into television. That helped me out because I know what the teachers go through. I know what real people and working people go through. You bartended. I painted houses, taught high school, drove a cab. You did all those things, too. We're grounded people. But what the American public doesn't understand is once you devalue a person, a famous person, and you make that person an object of derision, that the person's not really a human being anymore. It's somebody that you can whack like a pinata. But you and I know a little fact that most people don't know. All this stuff in the tabloids are usually leaked by the people themselves. Yeah, the PR people do it. PR, like, for example, Will, Will Smith gave an apology. Here's an anatomy of an apology. You get together in a room, you have tons of PR people, and you, you craft a statement, yeah, and you've got to say it this way, you got to do it that way, you got to send it out that way, you got to. Right. Now, but with that said, I'm going to take Will Smith's apology as sincere and give him another chance. Sure. Why, why condemn Will Smith to anything? All right. Yeah. Uh, I enjoyed this discussion. Most of it, anyway. Um, <laughs> and it's just interesting to me, and I just hope that everybody begins to realize, you know, the golden rule just applies in everything. I say this to my kids all the time. Love God, all your heart, mind, and soul, and your neighbor as yourself, and treat others the way you want to be treated. It's simple. I think simple. I'm going to cry, honey. Let's get uh, Rivera's um, charity a plug here. Lifework, L-I-F-E-W-O-R-C dot com. And if you can help out the autistic people, please do. We've got a big benefit. Bill and I Friday. both donated together, yep. and you're you're giving a speech. I'm not sure if I can make it, but I'm going to try. Well, it will wise you up if you make it, Hannah. You'll be a smarter <laughs> individual. <laughs> Thanks for being with us. All things O'Reilly, BillOReilly.com. Sean Hannity Show, talking about what's right for America, with a renewed commitment to keep you up to date on the breaking news stories. All right, 25 to the top of the hour. We'll get to your calls here in a second. 800-941-SEAN. We have been discussing in detail 
you know, all the cleanup work for Joe and his cognitive mess. Uh, and Kate Bedingfield uh, filling in for Jen Psaki, who was diagnosed the second time now with COVID. We wish her well. Um, anyway, responding, she's the White House communications director. According to that new book that came out, she's the one that was trashing uh, Kamala Harris. But we put that aside. She's the comms director, director responding to the question if Biden is living up to the mantra that a president's words matter. And then she actually doubles down on stupid by saying Biden doesn't regret his comments about Putin because what he was saying was he's got to go regime change. This is now the fourth separate time they have flipped and flopped and flailed on this topic. You know full well something that candidate Joe Biden said uh, virtually every day on the campaign trail, which is that the words of a president matter, that they can, as he often put it, lead a country into war. Uh, is he not living up to the standard that he set himself during the campaign? Absolutely not. I think the words of the president here were incredibly powerful. He spoke personally about the moral outrage that he felt, which is uh, shared by people all across the world. It does not mean he is articulating a change in policy. It does not mean he's laying out uh, a change in U.S. policy. I'm with the president. Last question, Kate. Is he frustrated or does he regret that those words at the very end of the speech overshadowed a larger message, which obviously he put a lot of thought into in the days leading? Absolutely not. He spoke from the heart. He, as he always does, as you know very well from having covered him for a long time, as many of you do, and as the American people know, he speaks from the heart. He says what he feels. And uh, no, he absolutely does not regret that in any way. I mean, it's just outright lying and propaganda. I mean, um, you got a president of the United States that is saying things that could provoke a significant military response. I mean, if you keep track, he's in Europe and, you know, wrongly suggesting you'll get to see it for yourself. Uh huh. He's talking to U.S. soldiers. They're going to Ukraine. And, of course, leaking out that uh, our forces are training forces in Poland. Uh, Vladimir Putin know that. Was he supposed to utter that little thing out there? Um, then he forgot the name of his own secretary of defense, referred to him at, as the secretary of state. Uh, then, of course, he was spent hours choking on spicy pizza. And then he falsely claimed that the, you know, he, he said Putin cannot re remain in power immediately winking blinking the secretary the real secretary of state corrected him on on that issue and then he cleaned it up and what did he do he went back and basically said the same dumb thing you know so they're trying to write this ship this ship and and literally they're providing the president with these cheat cards uh which we showed you on tv last night and and the and the truth is very obvious to everybody it's not shocking anymore that Joe Biden is a cognitive mess. I've been warning about the dangerous side of this. Now, usually when people enter whatever the cognitive decline it is, it is progressive. It doesn't usually get better. It usually gets worse. And what I see is Joe Biden getting worse. You know, 60% of Americans want both Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi, I said this earlier, to undergo cognitive testing. And by the way, Kamala Harris has, you know, her own train wrecks to deal with. Um, anyway, let's get to the phones here. Oh, our friend Velma in Vegas. Velma, where have you been? We miss you. We love you. What's going on? When's your birthday? Uh, I miss you too, loved you. Yeah, nothing. Just trying to deal with your teenage uh nephews 
The best oh, they, way I can. Well, wait a minute. What are they doing? What are they doing? What do I need? Well, Does Uncle Sean they need to step up? They're 14 and 15. Okay, they so? Girls. They try to, they try to have girlfriends and all this kind of stuff. Well, what do you What do you expect 14 and 15-year-old kids they're to do? 14 That's... and 15, they babies. Okay, they're not babies, Velma. You're gonna. <laughs> my kids are a little older. You're gonna have to get over this. You're gonna have to oh. let them. You know, you, you give them the those the side rails. You you gotta keep you know tight reins on them. Make sure they understand no drugs, no drinking, how to treat women, and and so on and so forth. You know, you, you're gonna you will have to guide them. They're gonna make mistakes, Velma. Every kid does. I know. I know. By the way, you know, doesn't that how good you book doing? of yours? How you doing? I'm good, but the good book says, you know, the, you start the ways of a child, but then you change, doesn't it? It does. Okay. You have about, I hate to tell you this, a, a, a male brain does not fully form usually until the male is 25 years old. Uh, maybe so you, older. <laughs> yeah, maybe older. Uh, you know, I'm getting up there, too. So I don't even know if my brain is there. Um, now, when is your birthday? Because we got to get your spa treatment. Did we get you one for Christmas? You got me a Louis Vuitton that I love. I, what did I? I, I yeah, Wendy, you never told me this. Day. What did I get you? Remember? A Louis Vuitton you what? I don't know. A Louis Vuitton and you don't remember? I honestly, Linda, did I, did I oh, okay I this? I love, love, love my purse. Honestly, Sean, you have yeah. amazing taste. You mean you're, <laughs> you're, you're, and you no, know what? All right, I Linda, wanna, I, we got to be let honest Velma here. Finish. What, go ahead, Velma. What did you say? You take your Louis everywhere? I, I take it. You know, I was scared. I have it insured and everything, but I take it <laughs> everywhere. I sure do. I love it. Love it, love it, love it. I now, Listen, is, I, I think a Louis is a wonderful companion. Is, is it a purse or what is it? Yes, it's a purse, Sean. Remember, we picked it out yeah, together for Velma. You asked me. Well, let me ask you another thing. You said, you said would, what kind of, what do you want? And you asked Linda, I think, or somebody, you said, what is the most expensive purse? And they said, Louis Vuitton. And I said, I wanted a spa. You remember? Right. I do. Well, I, I do. Generous. You just so nice and sweet. And Anthony loved, loved, loved that motorcycle. Well, I told, I sent that with strict that instructions too. that they got to do it under adult supervision. I tell you, he's padded down. He's padded good. down. He's, All right, good. You know, but right now, and I'm talking on there, I shouldn't be doing it. You know, I have him riding in the neighborhood, and I I watch him. All right, just keep your. He's not allowed to do it without supervision. Tell him, Uncle Sean said. Uh, when is your birthday, Velma? When got, is your you birthday? Got, you got everything. When is your birthday? It's August 25th. Okay. Well, you, you start thinking about what you want for your birthday. And by the way, okay. now, I want to no, tell you. Now, you're, you go to church. You pray to Jesus every week, and I admire you for it. And, and you said to me that your church group, they don't like me, but they pray for me. Didn't you tell me that? Oh, yeah. They do like you. They, do, they may not like your policies. They do. Okay. And you told they me they pray. Because I love you. Well, I, and, and, I, and I appreciate that. And I, I just they, want, they know. I, don't I want, sense. and when you, you go to church, you're told that the truth shall set you free, correct? Exactly. You shall know the truth, the truth shall set you free. All right, so I have a question for you. Do you not see Joe Biden as a cognitive mess? I'm not going to talk about him. You're not going to uh, No, 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 no ducking. 
Do you no, see that Joe Biden no, is you know a cop? I don't do like you, your man. But I, I don't, like I don't care. We're not, I didn't ask you about my man. I'm asking you, do you see Joe Biden as a cognitive mess? Now, and Jesus is like watching. I, I want to hear the I answer. God put him in place. Just he put, he put Trump in place for a reason, and he put a good man like Joe Biden in place for okay. a reason. Okay, all right, so you, call, you just called him a good man. All right, I got you, I'll let you get your comment out. Now I want you to answer my question. Do you think he is struggling mightily with cognitive yeah, issues? Man, I'm struggling. I'm struggling with that. <laughs> I you, didn't ask if you're struggling. You I'm asking you. Than a, a person that slow down. Every day. Velma, I, I, I love you, but sometimes. I'm, I'm going to go in for the fifth time. Do you see that Joe Biden is struggling mightily with cognitive issues? I think he does great for his age. <laughs> you won't answer. Sure, All right, Velma, I, I got to let you go, thing. but I love you. Ask me dumb questions. For, no, no, you no, no I just thing. wanted to see you go to church. I just want to know you, whether you will admit the simple you. truth. I love Joe Biden, too, but I love you more. But I love Joe Biden, too. I'm nicer than Joe Biden. Oh, you're very, very wonderful to me and my children. Of course, I love your children. They're my, they're my adopted nephews. Biden. I think that Joe Biden tries to do the best he can. I think he cares. I think he's a wonderful, how, wonderful. How old being. were How old were the were your children when I adopted them? Oh God, you've been knowing them since the children couldn't. What? 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 I think you had bought them two two computers, and one couldn't even use it because he was too young. So they were like, you met these children when they were like one and two. You didn't yeah. need a. You met him a couple of years ago. And later. Uncle Sean steps up every Christmas, takes care Uncle of Sean his nephews. Wonderful. You got these children. All right. I don't want to talk about me. Out. I just, uh, I love you. God bless you. And and tell all the church ladies and your, your group of friends that you did not have the courage to speak the truth because you know darn well that Joe's a mess. I know you know, Velma. And I know because you're smart and you can see it, but you don't want to say it because you like him better than the last guy. Oh, Lord, the other guy I pray for. Good, I pray keep for praying. Yeah, I'm praying that he gets back in office. All right, Velma, well, love you. Sean, Sean, one Why? day I'm going to see you, and we're going <laughs> to really have a power. All right, appreciate it. Tony in Iowa, thank you, Velma. Hey, Tony, how are you? Hey, hey, Henry, thanks for the take. Uh, so, yeah, this whole Will Smith thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I gotta call shenanigans, man. I I think it's just clickbait. I mean, Will Smith is a great actor. Yeah. Uh, so you think it's fake? I'll tell you why I don't think it's fake. And some people said it was a ratings ploy. I don't think it was a ratings ploy. Or they would have done it right from the get go. Um, <laughs> it was done later in the show, uh, from my understanding. It was the second lowest rated Oscars ever. You know, years ago they used to get fifty million people. Not that long ago, forty million people. You know, they got like 15 and, and that was up slightly from last year. It's, it's Hollywood's done. It's finished. But the slap was real. And when I, you especially can see it when he says, stop, you know, keep my mouth, uh, keep my wife's name out your effing mouth. I mean, he was pissed. Um, and angry. What? But he's an actor, though. I mean, he's, I mean, he's a very good actor. I mean, yeah, he's he's great at what he does. But I'm just telling you, I think it's real. But it doesn't matter. I'm, we can agree to disagree on that. Uh, I, I think he just he stomped on the floor, and that's what that sound was. I, I didn't watch in slow motion, but the point that you know the Oscars are out the way out that they're not having that much uh, viewership. 
I mean, that's what they would need to generate popularity is a stunt like that. You know, I'm not, it, it, it's not to the level like Janet Jackson in the Super Bowl, but, you know. Now, I, like I would tend to think there's a, a greater likelihood that that was staged, in my opinion. I don't know. I have no idea. But I, I would, I would bet greater likelihood in that case but anyway i really appreciate your uh, call quick break right back to the phones toll free it's 800-941-SEAN you want to be a part of the program the one radio show you don't want to miss sean hannity is on right now Back to our busy telephones. Bill in Florida, you're next. Bill, how are you? Hi, Sean. Uh, God bless you for all you do. And, and unfortunately, your friend Velma and I probably won't agree on Joe Biden. Uh, <laughs> I'm just furious with the media outlets of the Democrat, uh, Democratic Party for their duplicity. For four years, I had to listen to them accuse Trump of being a Russian asset. We spent $40 million on Mueller, and we spent all these congressional senator investigations. And what did they find? Nothing. Yet no one has had the courage to challenge whether Joe Biden is a Russian asset. He, he closed off our pipelines. He, he stopped uh, the approval for uh, permits and uh, the, the pipelines to, uh, lease, uh, from the leases. He also stopped our Keystone pipeline that drove the oil price from $50 a barrel to $97 a barrel, almost a hundred percent increase and reduced our ability to help Europe now that this Russian thing broke loose and uh, this executive order he made it easier for uh, Russia to come into their pipeline and get greater control over Europe and they're going to have more influence and the Grassley Johnson Senate report tells us that the Biden family received three and a half million dollars from a Moscow politician while Joe was in the White House, or serving as vice president. And we also know, according to Hunter's book, that he got $10 million from China. How come nobody's saying that he's a Russian asset? And we had $85 billion. I have been saying forever. Remember, at this time in his life, uh, he even admits he was a crack addict. You know, he, uh, I'll say it it generously, he frequented women of the night, if you will. A lot of oh, that video I, is on the laptop. Look, I, there's a I reason. Let me, let me, let me, I have a short time. Let me just explain one thing. There's a reason. The New York Times, today the Washington Post, fake news, CNN, all of a sudden are now showing interest in Hunter Biden because they know uh, it's all about to bust wide open. Otherwise, they do what they always do, which is ignore it. Anyway, good call, Bill. Appreciate it. I wish I had more time for you. Uh, look. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Now that spring is here, it's time to focus on self-care and revitalize your personal care routine. Now through March 26, head in store, shop for all your favorite personal care essentials, and earn four times rewards points. Shop for items like Crest toothpaste, secret deodorant, Old Spice deodorant, or Gillette razors. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. Ronald Reagan cut taxes, cut government spending, and gave us peace through strength. 
Now you can celebrate this great president with a limited run, half-ounce silver coin from the top-rated precious metals company, Gold Co. All qualified listeners who visit HannityGold.com this week will get a free Ronald Reagan half-ounce silver coin. So go to HannityGold.com and get yours free while supplies last. That's HannityGold.com. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation's mission is to do good and make sure we never forget. That means never forgetting 9-11, never forgetting the soldiers, the first responders that all risked their lives and bodies for our country and our communities, and never forgetting those who were sickened because of their service. Now, the foundation is committed to helping those heroes, their families, and that means heroes like retired Air Force Lieutenant Colonel Michael Cardoz. Now, Lieutenant Colonel Michael Cardoz served his country for 20 years. He received numerous commendations, including a Bronze Star, and during his time overseas, he was exposed to toxic burn pits. Now, 18 hours after being diagnosed with service-related cancer, sadly, he passed away. Tunnel to Towers then paid off the mortgage on the family home, enabling his widow and his six children to stay in that home, and that removed a huge financial burden. Donate 11 bucks a month. Just go to their website, the letter T, the number 2, the letter T.org. The letter T, the number 2, the letter T.org for the Tunnel to Towers Foundation.